0: This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen.
1: I'm the president of World Ministries International. I want to welcome you to the Warning Radio program as well as those that are watching on social media uh, Rumble, Roku, uh, YouTube. Uh, again, our television cha- stations welcome. My special guest today is Robert J. Sutherland, State Representative, 39th Legislative District, Republican. It says, representing Eastern Snohomish and Skagit counties, reduce property taxes, true $30 car tabs, traffic congestion relief, education dollars to follow children, adequately fund police, safe neighborhoods, medical freedom, uphold and defend constitution, no per mile tax, No more road and freeway tolls completely overhaul our elections. That's just a little bit. For those in our audience, uh, Robert, first of all, welcome to the Warning Radio program. Hey, I appreciate you having me on. Thank you. Well, uh, I'll tell you what, I heard you speak the other day and I said, hey, I got to get this guy on. He's really fighting for our freedoms in the United States. Now, for those in the audience listening or watching right now, uh, who may not know who you are, tell us about yourself and why you're running for re-election as our state representative.
2: Yeah, well, again, thank you for having me. Robert J. Sutherland. Uh, all my life I was not political um, growing up and, and most of my adult life. Um, I'll, I'll start at the beginning because many of your uh, listeners probably don't know who I am. That's right. I, I graduated high school at, at 17 and went immediately into the Air Force. So I, I've i served honorably in the United States Air Force Uh, later I earned my biochemistry degree from Gonzaga university in Spokane. Good. I, my wife and I moved over to the West side. We have our four kids and I, uh, spent my career researching DNA and developing cancer therapies. Wow. And that is who I was prior to politics at that time. Even up until that time, I was very non-engaged, I think. People see politics, and, and it's a dirty business. It's a it, it's just an ugly business, and I think good and decent people want little to do with that. And I was one of them. I wrote when I first ran for office. I wrote an article. I put it on my website, uh, and it was entitled "I Was Part of the Problem." Okay, because I didn't get involved when when we needed to, because our children's future is at stake. Yes. So I went to my first Republican meeting. Uh, I think that was two thousand and nine. I just wanted to see how I could help out. Candidates, everyone I voted for on the on the ballot, they lost every time. So I was trying to vote for good and decent people, and they were losing. So I went to the Republican meetings because I believe in their platform. Everything they have on their platform, I believe in, and I wanted to find a way to help good candidates win elections. Long story short, I ended up running for uh, an, an election for a state house in 2018, and I got myself elected. And so I was reelected in 2020 overwhelmingly. And in 2022, with the redistricting of the lines, a changing of the district lines, half of my district now uh, does not know who I am. Uh, And so it is a much tighter race, a much more difficult race this reelection time.
1: Well, understanding the uh, like you said, how politics is dirty. They probably did that purposely uh, so you wouldn't be reelected.
2: We can spend some time on that. I have actually confirmed from Olympia the people that uh, that have been around for decades that know people. They've approached me and they told me of the plot. It's an actual plot to redraw the lines to draw in a certain council member here in Snohomish County and to have that person challenge me because that person's a popular Republican at the county council level, and so that person, uh, quote, a fellow Republican, unquote. Uh, is is my primary challenger. And now we've both made it through the top two process and we're both on the ballot this uh, November in the general election. So it's it's going to be a tight, tough race for me. Ladies and
1: gentlemen, again, you know who I am and my background, law enforcement in the Air Force, uh, strategic air command, intelligence uh, in, in um, law enforcement itself, SWAT team, special weapons and tactics. And I'll tell you what, uh, we are in a communist takeover. They're trying to topple the republic and move us into the new world order. And so uh, we have those that are really true republicans. We have those that they call Rhino Republican in name only. And so we understand what is going on. And so we're in a serious problem today in the United States. They're trying, again, to take away our freedoms. Now, I'm involved, as you know, for many, many years because the Bible is so clear to me that – We are representing Jesus Christ. We are his ambassadors. When Jesus said, uh, go tarry before you try to represent me so you can be endued with my power, my release dunamis energy, so you can see miracles, so you can represent me well without compromise or intimidation, uh, then he ascended. And uh, he said that, again, go tarry before you try to represent me. So he's not going to, and you know this, Robert, he is not going to come back and do our job. He gave that to you and me. That's right. And the church needs to understand. I speak all over the world and in, in a large uh, church arenas. And uh, he is not coming out of heaven no matter how much we pray to save any country, to save America. Faith, he gave that to you and I. Faith without works is, is dead. dead. And so we can pray, but he doesn't come out of heaven till the Battle of Armageddon to remove evil governments. If we want to save America— Bonhoeffer knew it. If you wanted to save Germany, the church has to get involved. If we want to save America, it's up to the church to be true ambassadors. We've got to put in righteous leaders. That's correct.
2: Robert? You, uh, you, I don't know what else to say. Uh, that was very well put. Uh, I don't have the statistics I should. Um, church-going people, good, decent Americans across this country and here in Washington state are, are tuning out like I did You know, several years ago. It's, a, it's an ugly process. No one wants to get involved in it. They want to take care of their families, raise their kids, and, and do all that. There's nothing wrong with that. But sitting out on the sidelines of this spiritual battle is why we are in the mess we're in right now. Too many, I believe it's eight hundred or 900,000 Christians in Washington state did not vote this past primary election. They're sitting on the sidelines. It is what is causing the problem in Washington state. This is a red state if our people would get up off the couch and vote find out and and you know you know dr hansen you know why they don't vote i I've, I've been told this a thousand ten thousand times they don't know who's on the ballot they see the names they don't know who they are they don't know if they're good or bad and they don't want to vote for the wrong person we're here to try to educate you on that on this ballot uh what's going on but you listeners need to take some time even if it's just calling me or someone up and saying hey I don't know these people. Can you tell me a little bit about them and who, I, who, who are you voting for, Robert? They don't vote because they don't know who they are, but they don't take the time to find out. And that is why the government and their perverted sex education and, and CRT, that is why our kids are in trouble in school in the public schools. I should say the government schools. That is why they're in trouble because we don't vote and the wrong people are in Olympia and they're coming after your kids. They're coming after your pocketbook. They're coming after our Christian values. They're coming after our weapons, our guns, our Second Amendment, our First Amendment, being able to get together uh, and associate and go to church and all that. They're coming after our, our God-given rights because we don't vote in the sufficient amount of numbers that we need to. Well, you are exactly right. Again, they've
1: always tried to nullify the voice of the church. You've got to understand, ladies and gentlemen, 11 out of the 13 original colonies, if you wanted to run for office, you had to say, Jesus Christ was your Lord and Savior and your God. Again, the Bible was used in the courtrooms for morality, justice, and ethics. So we were built on Christian values and Christian leaders. And now they're trying to remove that leadership and nullify the, the voice of the church. And so, again, then, then we come under tyranny once again. Now, why should voters choose you over your Republican opponent?
2: Now, now that's an interesting question, and we could spend some time on that, too. My, my Republican opponent, again, he and I both made it through the primary and top two. There were four, four candidates, two Democrats, two Republicans. Both uh, Councilman Lowe and myself received the highest number of votes, and we made it through. We're in the general election now. What people really should try to understand about that, because um, I've, I've heard some comments, well, we can't lose on this one. We're, we're going to have a Republican no matter what. But people need to understand that just because you have an R by your name doesn't make you a Republican. Just because you say you're a Christian doesn't make you a Christian. It's, it's what you do. Uh, again, faith without works is dead. So if your works are not sufficient, then you can call yourself a Christian. You can call yourself a Republican, but you're a fake Christian. You're a fake Republican. And my opponent, in my opinion, is a fake Republican. And why do I say that? We have a very important race in much County. It's a county prosecutor. The, the top uh, ticket, if you will, is a Democrat, Jason Cummings. Now, Councilman Lowe, who claims to be a Republican, is endorsing Jason Cummings for prosecutor. I've endorsed Brett Rogers, the Republican, who wants to make crime illegal again in this state and in this county. I've endorsed him. So here you have a, a quote, Republican endorsing Democrats for for prosecutor. That is one of the the, the most important races in this county because currently prosecutors are not prosecuting people that should be prosecuted. Uh, They're making our neighborhoods— Unsafe, less safe for us. And so my my Republican opponent is what many people would refer to as a rhino. He put an R by his name, he ran, and he got himself elected because that's the district we live in. But he hangs out with Democrats. He votes with Democrats. He endorses Democrats. And this is the problem many see. When people learn that of him, they flock to me. I can't tell you how many of his supporters for county council, and I was one of them. I can't tell you how many... When they find out what he's doing to a very popular and solid Republican myself, they're flocking to me in droves, and I I think he may be in trouble in his next election for county council. And probably a more important thing people need to understand about Councilman Lowe, he's not running for this seat, and he's going to give up his council seat. He has a full-time county council seat that pays roughly $126,000 a year. He's not going to give that up. If he is, if he does, if he is successful at defeating me, he plans to keep both jobs, and I'm telling you that's impossible. John Coster came out with a letter saying I was a county councilman and I was a state representative. I'm telling you it can't be done. Vote wisely, meaning vote for Robert J. Sutherland in this race. Sam, uh, councilman Lowe, is planning to double dip off the taxpayers. His wife is a, a director or, or whatnot with the uh, sewer department. They, they currently bring in over a quarter million dollars off of taxpayers' money. And Sam Lowe said publicly, when, when someone asked him, well, how can you do both jobs? He said, well, really, I only put in maybe three hours a day at the county council. And therefore, I think I can do a second job. But when you're down in Olympia, it's 20-hour days. It could be seven days a week. Are you taking care of Snomish County as a councilman when you're down in Olympia? You can't do it. So he's double dipping. He's not going to be able to do it. Some think it's, think it's a plot for him simply to unelect me, and then he'll resign, and the, and now the parties can pick their rhinos to replace me. So there are plots involved. Believe me. Uh, when when it comes to this race, it, it's it's gained interest throughout the state because people that are uh, people that are tuned into politics they see what they are, what the system, if you will, the deep state of Olympia, what they are trying to do to me. I'm a real Republican fighting for. Republican values. I'm a Christian, fighting for Christian values. Uh, I have four kids, and I'm concerned about their future. And this is the deep state and rhinos attempting to get rid of a real Republican Olympia.
1: Well, I think Donald Trump found out. He thought he was going to drain the swamp, but he didn't realize it was an ocean. (laughs) And so, ladies and gentlemen, we are in a spiritual battle. Robert, why are some of your top legislative priorities? What are some of your top Legislative priorities—a
2: big one for me. One of one of my first political uh, topics that I care deeply about, issues I should say, um, is reducing property taxes. Okay, we have seen our property taxes double over the last ten years. And put this in, into perspective: a hundred and thirty years goes by, and our property taxes are X amount. In ten more years, it's two X. They double. That's how rapidly they're coming after us and our property. Democrats in Olympia don't like the idea of us owning our property, and so they're taxing it. Um, now, when they first started the property taxes, it was, and it's still part of the Constitution. You can only use property tax revenue for education, so it's a good purpose. But we've seen education dollars double as well, and we're not getting anything for our for anything of value. In fact, it's the opposite. So. We have been running, since I've been elected in 2018, I've been in there four sessions, four years. We, I have not been in Olympia during a session where we have not had surplus revenues coming into the state. Now, when our house values go up, your taxes go up automatically because of the value. We have surplus uh, revenues in, in Olympia. Our last session, we dealt with a $16 billion surplus over the next four years. That's taxes above and beyond the bloated uh, uh uh, our economy or our budget, I should say. It's a 50-something billion in taxes, but then they bring in 16 billion more in, in surplus taxes. I'm saying let's take some of that surplus revenue and give it back to the voters, or excuse me, to the taxpayers in the form of a tax cut on property taxes. Property taxes are broken into basically three sections, state property taxes, county property taxes, and local levies that the voters themselves, the homeowners or, or, and the renters vote yes or no on i'm saying let's eliminate state property taxes that's about four billion dollars a year using surplus money so we don't have to cut a dime from the budget if there's no surplus they don't get cut if there's a surplus you cut them and once they're cut you, you don't bring them back even if there's no surplus in the years following that you cut and if you need to then trim the budget a little bit but right now we have i should have done the math on that as well 16 billion for we i'll bet we've we've brought in $30 billion in surplus since I've been in office, give or take, $20, $30 billion. Property taxes are $4 billion a year. We could have already cut the taxes, property taxes, and we would still have surplus money, excess tax dollars coming into Olympia to pay for all the programs that the Democrats like to spend money on. Wow. So property taxes is one of them. Leave our property alone. We own it. We shouldn't have to pay. I'm paying in property taxes what I, I used to pay for my mortgage in Spokane not that long ago. I understand, and, and it's, it's so
1: wrong uh, a person who's paid uh, get his mortgage off, and uh, an elderly person, then he loses his property due to property tax. Or you lose your job and you can't pay it. Yeah, and, and so this is so wrong. It's so wrong. Good night. There was a whole war over taxes, and this is so wrong where you know, property is considered. if you own property, you're a free man. You're a free man. You're not under tyranny, slavery,
2: and they're trying to take away our freedom. That's exactly what they're doing. If if I can, I'll touch on another issue or two, a uh, true thirty dollar car tabs is another one. The voters passed an initiative, and and look what what the courts were able to do. They were able to thwart the will of the people. Um, so I would like to see that back, and not just in a line item, because you get your your, your registration form. It says thirty dollar car tabs, and then they 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 tack on a. Whole list of other things that they tax on. You can't get the little plastic tab to put on your car as we ask for permission from our government to drive vehicles on the roads that we built. You can't get that little tag unless you pay the entire thing. So I want to get back to $30 car tabs. Traffic congestion, at least in the lower half of my district uh, in Snohomish County, is horrendous. Uh, Highway 2, Highway 9, 522, the I 5, the Trussle, We need to start building more lane capacity to free up traffic congestion. Our parents need to to be able to get off work, get to daycare, pick their kids up, take them to soccer practice, go get groceries, you name it. And they can't do it when traffic is stalled. It it makes it much more difficult. So traffic congestion is another huge one for me. I'd like to see our education dollars that, that go to education currently. And currently that's half the state budget, $27 billion a year goes to our education of our kids i 'd like to see that money flow with the child if you 're in an inner city school and it's failing. Let the parents make a decision about their child whether they think their child is doing well or not in that in that school and if not, let the parents decide to move their kid to another uh, educational facility. Let the parents decide, not the government and currently if you're if you 're just living paycheck to paycheck, you can't just Pull your kid out of government schools because it does cost money to go to a private or a Christian or you know religious or a homeschool. It costs money, and a lot of people can't afford that. Let the education tax dollars follow the child. Do you think our elections are trustworthy? That is a complicated question, uh, and let me answer it this way. A lot of people in this state do not have – they're losing faith in our elections. I'll tell you a little uh, story because I'm, I'm as concerned as everyone else. Some and it's complicated because some of them are probably okay and some of them are probably not okay. So it's a hit or miss as far as what I think I know about the issue. I had a conversation with Snohomish County Auditor Garth Fell. This is about I'm going to say about a year ago, and you know I spent time traveling to Arizona, to South Dakota. Elections are not my my thing. I'm not an expert in them, so I spent a lot of time educating myself and, and uh, getting up to par on what's going on. And it is. The more I learn, the more scary it becomes, the less confidence I have in the system. But here I am in a Zoom meeting with Garfell, and I, I just asked him, let me back that up just a hair, because maybe your audience doesn't fully understand how the, the registration process works. You can have people here that are undocumented. You can have uh, uh, student people here that are student visas, on student visas going to our universities. You can have people here on work visas, and they're here working. And we love we love them all. They need to drive just like we do to get to work, to get to school. And so they get, they apply for a driver's license. They are automatically, they're not U.S. citizens. They're automatically put on the voter registration rolls here in Washington state. And I ask Garth Fell, isn't, isn't there something we can do about that? I'm getting contacted during elections by these people. They're scared. They're like, Robert, I got a ballot. I can't vote. I would be a felon if I voted. I'm not a U.S. citizen. And I have to explain to them the process. That's just wrong that we're doing this to them. And so I asked Garth if there's anything we could do about it and he said his hands were tied because of the RCWs in Olympia. So that's a legislative process we have to go through and it ties into the federal re- regulations, it's complicated. But I looked at Garth Fell, uh, Auditor Fell, and I go, Garth, how many non-US citizens are voting in Snohomish County? And, and it stumped him. He looked and he goes, well, not many. And I go, not many. I go, how many? He goes, well, I don't know. I go, exactly. You don't know if it's not many. You don't know if it's many because of your hands being tied and you can't check the rolls to see who's a legal U.S. citizen, who's not. You're not allowed to do that. That's a problem. We flat out do not know how many non-U.S. citizens are voting in Snohomish County, let alone across the state. We don't know. I know for a fact that there are. The Garfell the Otter has said not many. So he knows for a fact that they are voting in our elections. Every illegal vote disenfranchises a legal vote, and we can't have even one. Our our goal should be perfection. We we may never get to perfection, but we can clean up these voter rolls easily if we want. If there was a political will in Olympia, I have a bill that would eliminate all voter voter registrations uh, rolls. You would start over, and each citizen, each voter would come forth. And they would follow the exact same procedures as getting an enhanced driver's license. Getting an enhanced driver's license is required by the feds because they know our regular driver's license is just – you can just show a a utility bill and get that. The federal government doesn't know if you're a legal U.S. citizen or not. And they want to know that if you're to travel on planes and things. And so following the Washington state's policy of getting an enhanced driver's license – what, what does that mean? You bring in a birth certificate. You you, you just you demonstrate that you're a U.S. citizen. And then you can register to vote. You can get on the registration rolls to vote. We will wipe out all people who have deceased from the registration rolls. We will wipe out all people who are not legal U.S. citizens. You'll come back in. You'll prove your identity very easily. And then you'll get an enhanced driver's license, and you'll be registered to vote. That, that one bill I have in Olympia will clean up our registration rolls, which is a huge problem. So election, elections are another big issue of mine, if you can't tell.
1: <laughs> I'll tell you what, I, I've got a lot more questions for you. So I'm going to have to have you back on. But what can voters do to help you win a re-election?
2: There are two things really that, that are in need greatly, um, time and money. I, I I wish I had more time to raise more money, to do more things. It's hard for me or for any candidate to get the word out to voters – about their message, what they stand for, what they want to do, in this case, in Olympia. And people can't give me time. So if any of your listeners wanted to help me out financially with a donation, that would be absolutely wonderful. The easiest way to do it would be to go to my website, wwwsutherlandforrep.com And that's my last name, Sutherland, the number four, and rep, R-E-P for representative, rep.com. Go there, hit the donation button, and use a credit card, a debit card, you could also mail a check. My campaign mailing is the Friends of Sutherland Committee at P.O. Box 1311, Monroe, Washington, 98272. So write a check, make a donation online. I need that desperately right now because there's three weeks left before ballots drop. If you want to help me out, I, I can't thank you enough for, for wanting to do that for me. i appreciate it. Again, you're listening to the Warning Radio Program. Special guest today, Robert
1: J. Sutherland. State Representative, 39th Legislative District. God bless you. I'm going to have him on again tomorrow.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International. Warning Radio is a listener-supported program